Welcome to the War in Ukraine update from Kyiv podcast. I'm Jessica Ganawa, a lecturer in international relations at Flinders University in Australia. And I'm talking today with Maxime Yali, Professor of International Relations and Head of the Centre for New World Order at the National Aviation University in Kyiv. Thanks for joining me today, Maxime. Welcome, Jessica. So I first want to ask you about the recent bombing of the Kirsch Strait bridge that connects mainland Russia to Crimea, because we've heard some conflicting reports about what might have happened there. Ukraine has not claimed responsibility for that attack. And I'm wondering, what's your evaluation of what happened with that attack on the bridge? Well, of course, uh, there are a few versions. Could be special services of Ukraine, but highly unlikely. I will explain why. So uh, there are a few reasons. I suppose it was done by FSB, special services uh, in Russia. Few arguments. First of all, as Putin and other propagandists were saying for several years since it was open, it was the safest object in Russia. Secured 24 hours every day, air defense systems, uh, scans, all the tracks, cars are scanned before they enter the bridge. We should take into account that this track came from Russian side. One thing. Another thing, we can see the consequences. As I, I was many times asked in Ukraine, should we strike, should we target uh, carriage bridge? Because it's, as you know, very important uh, from the point of view of logistics and sending uh, military soldiers, tanks, uh, trucks, etc. to the south, uh, grouping of Russian armed forces uh, in the south of Ukraine and occupied territories. So it was uh, the main route and still is actually. To, to target it, to make sabotage, to make explosions, first of all, is too difficult. But even if we had such facilities and possibilities, it should be done, and I was telling, only when we are ready to protect and when we are ready for response, meaning air defense systems, meaning that definitely there would be response, and we saw it already. And of course, as President Zelensky mentioned today in the Parliamentary Assembly of Europe, we have only 10% of necessary air defense systems. So we cannot cover the whole territory of Ukraine, critical infrastructure, etc., etc. So of course, everybody in Ukraine was glad to see that explosions, but the movement was restored just the next day, even for usual vehicles or cars, they restored because only one way was exploded. But the most important that uh, railway didn't suffer at all. Yes, we saw some fire, but the next day everything was fine. So we didn't cut this very important logistics way, but we gave reasons for Putin to start targeting our critical infrastructure with massive attacks because he was targeting and launching missiles on it since the 24th of February. But nevertheless, this Monday, it was the biggest missiles and rocket attack since the 24th of February. Another argument why I think Putin or FSB 
why it was done by Russians. Because the so-called investigation was over just in a day. Because on Saturday the bridge exploded, and on Sunday already the head of special services uh, just reported Putin that for sure it was Ukrainian special forces. Of course, it's impossible to investigate so quickly. They didn't give any actually proofs that day. And already early in the morning, they started targeting critical infrastructure, power plants. For example, (laughs) I was preparing coffee and uh, I hear missile flying above my head. You know, that attacks in Kiev, it was pretty close to my place. Another argument, even military specialists, experts in Russia, agree that such a massive attack should be planned for quite a long time to prepare aviation missiles to do simultaneously so quickly, it takes time. So it proves that they were preparing this attack. Another argument, I'm given interviews and, uh, well, battles, I would say, in Russian propagandists. And I had four of them just on Arabic TV channels on uh, Saturday. And all of them were saying already and claiming that Russia should hit critical infrastructure. I know how propaganda machine works pretty well. You know, I was participating on TV shows in Russia. And I know this propaganda machine very well because uh, they receive messages before and taking into account that four different people, four different programs and channels were saying absolutely the, the same things. Now we have no reasons to stop. Now we should, uh, we could, we should revenge. Now we should strike critical infrastructure. And in a day, we see exactly that they've done it. I follow also Russian resources, propagandists. They were preparing public opinion for that strikes as well. Long time ago, especially since our counteroffensive in Kharkiv and Kherson regions gave good and unexpected absolutely for them results, successes. Mm -hmm. So if Russia was behind the Kirsch Bridge bombing and was using that as a reason to then engage in these massive strikes on Ukrainian civilian targets and infrastructure, how do you evaluate the timing of that attack? Why now? Putin needed to, first of all, to come down Russian population who support this war. Believe me, I follow them, how glad they were watching dead people, realizing that there was a blackout in many cities and towns, regions, because electricity was cut off, including Kiev. They were glad. So they had reasons to do it for internal, I would say, audience. Second, they they shifted, I would say, the attention from Ukrainian successes and disappointments in a Russian audience, population, because on Russian TV channels, they don't show they didn't they didn't say that the counteroffensive was successful i mean ukrainian yes they didn't say for three four days when balaklava and assume we took back uh, were taken by ukrainian some forces so they were silent but in telegrams they knew it and of course they needed to calm them down second they need to capture strategic initiative I mean, on the battlefield, they cannot do it because time now plays on our side. As you know, we had uh, very big results. Well, two weeks of September, we 
retook more territories than Russian troops occupied and captured for three summer months, much more. And in October, we also had successes in Kherson and in Donetsk. We even retook some uh, territories in Luhansk region, which was the only one occupied completely by Russian troops. And it was done, the most important, already after the annexation of new territories. So it was a response. So, you know, it was like here next and the next day, Liman, as we were joking, decided to leave the Russian Federation. It was a serious, I would say, offense on Putin personally. And he needed to answer because everybody was saying, okay, we just annexed that territories and uh, for a few days, for a week, counteroffensive is so effective that they take back already the territories where referendums uh, were held. We were showing, like, we don't care about your referendums, we are taking back our territories. Putin needed reasons for inside, I would say, audience, internal audience, and then to explain it to international community, why he bombing and targeting critical infrastructure, killing not only people, but just, you know, no water, no electricity. We are coming uh, to winter, it's pretty chilly already. People will be left without electricity. uh, That's his actually motivation, to make us freeze and to agree for capitalization. He'll be trying to win no matter how many people he kills, no matter how many cities and towns will be ruined, he doesn't care because he knows that the stakes are too high. He cannot lose because if he loses, then it will be the end of his regime. Mm -hmm. What has the response been like? You're located in Kyiv, where we saw massive missile strikes just a few days ago. Like, I know that part of Putin's intention is maybe to intimidate civilians or to somehow force Ukraine to concede territory. What's the attitude amongst Ukrainians seeing that uptick in attacks against civilian targets? Well, of course, some people panicked. It's normal. When I, they told you I was preparing coffee for breakfast and I hear it's very, it was loudly the missile flying. I looked into the window. Women, uh, children uh, were outside, were running away mm-hmm. because it was pretty close. Then a huge explosion. But actually, well, you know, Kiev was under attacks. I mean, after uh, Russian troops retreated from uh, the north of Ukraine. I got used to it, you know, like, well, okay, I I was expecting it. For a few hours, people, maybe there was some panic because, you know, there were hits, explosions just uh, in the very center of the city, uh, next to university, just on the crossroad, a huge missile hit killing civilians, you you know, like we got used to uh, live under this pressure, but still when, you know, when it takes time, when for some months everything more or less fine, you you look uh, just around this to the window, like you see these explosions. Mm. And of course, these tactics, he does it not to win because it's impossible to win Mm -hmm. in this way. He wants to intimidate people. 
but uh, in general well we come down okay we can sit without i didn't see football the next day because of blackout i was waiting for the football match i just okay what's the f- uh, you think uh, okay i will not watch this football but you think you can intimidate us with us and that we are ready to give up no of course this war is existential and all ukrainian people are not ready to give up you know after massacres in mariupol in bucha in uh, kremenchuk when there was a missile attack on a shopping mall you know it's absolutely different when you are inside of that hell for seven months a human being is such a creature that it gets used to everything now what everybody is willing is to win when these russian people who are so happy watching these videos when ukrainians are killed children of course it makes us furious so you know it's a war no place for compromise at all and it's not because of us it's because of russians and the most important we know that putin particularly understand only one language language of power language of strength when he understands and they understand russian people in general that their victim they disrespect can hit back then they start respecting them that's the mentality there is no other way mm-hmm. thanks maxim stay safe and i appreciate your time and we'll talk again soon you're welcome thanks for listening and thanks to mr smith for our theme music